Chapter Four of the Discovery of New Worlds. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Discovery of New Worlds by M. B. Singh. Chapter Four: The Tragedy of Nero. Butchered to make a Roman holiday. Byron. Many changes had taken place in Rome since the days of Tiberius Caesar, who died four years after the crucifixion of Christ. The last of the Caesars was now reigning in the person of one Nero. So far, his youth had not been uneventful. When he was nine years old, the Romans kept the great festival of the foundation of Rome. For eight and a half centuries, their city had been growing in strength and importance. The last great deed had been the conquest of Britain, after which the emperor had named his little son Britannicus. An account of this festival has come down to us. In the great amphitheatre, African lions, leopards, and tigers were hunted by Roman officers. Gladiators contended with the lions, and bulls fought. But one of the chief objects of interest was the appearance of the two little Caesars, Nero and Britannicus, dressed in military uniforms richly gilt. Britannicus was but six, while Nero was nine. But the two little fellows took part in a sham fight between the Greeks and the defenders of Troy. The Romans took a great fancy to the boy Nero, and his mother Agrippina, a very powerful lady, determined that he should be emperor. When Nero was fourteen, another great triumph took place in Rome. The emperor and his wife Agrippina sat on two thrones to watch, with the rest of Rome. The captives from Britain led through the streets. The story about Caractacus, the warrior British chieftain, is well known. He stood before the Roman emperor. It was the custom at a triumph to kill the captives. The other prisoners had pleaded for their lives, but the island chief was proud. Standing before the imperial throne, he spoke fearlessly to the great Caesar. If to my high birth and distinguished rank I had added the virtues of moderation, Rome had beheld me rather as a friend than a captive. I had arms and men and horses. I possessed extraordinary riches. Can it be any wonder that I am unwilling to lose them? Because you Romans aim at extending your rule over all mankind, must all men cheerfully submit to your yoke? I am now in your power. If you take my life, all is forgotten. Spare me, and as long as I live, I shall praise your forgiveness. He ceased. From all around, upsprung a murmur of applause. For well had truth and freedom's tongue maintained their holy cause. The conqueror was the captive. Then he bade the slave be free again. So ends the story. The chains that bound Caractacus were removed. And he passed away from the staring throng of Romans, repeating his gratitude for the emperor's generosity. When Nero was seventeen, he became emperor of the Roman Empire, now larger than it had ever been before. While his mother Agrippina was made regent, for the first few years of his reign, all went well. He was a joyous boy, enjoying his life to the full. Chariot driving was his delight. Even when a child, he had a little ivory chariot with horses, as a toy to drive along on the polished surface of the marble table. But soon he became cruel and revengeful. When he was eighteen, he determined on the death of Britannicus, 
lest he should try to win the empire for himself. The story says that he had poison mixed under his own eyes, and made trial of it first on a pig. Then he poisoned Britannicus. The boy died at once. Wanting to marry a wife to whom Agrippina strongly objected, he determined that his mother must die. A ship was built that would suddenly open in the middle and plunge her, unawares, into the sea. This ship was presented to her himself. It was a splendid-looking galley, with sails of silk. Kissing her passionately, Nero handed her on board. The night was warm and dark, though the sky was thick with stars, and the ship glided silently through the waters, till suddenly a signal rang out, and crash went the roof of the cabin, which was weighted with lead. Agrippina found herself in the water. She struck out for shore, and was picked up by some fishermen. When Nero heard what had happened, he was wild with rage, and by his orders she was stabbed to death. Then he married a wife who thought more of keeping good her complexion by bathing daily in ass's milk than of helping her headstrong husband in the management of his vast empire. Luxury, cruelty, and banqueting were the order of the day, and Nero the emperor was the main actor in the coming tragedy. End of chapter 4